0: on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by mybookie.ag. MyBookie's six days of giveaway is upon us from the 21st through the 26th. MyBookie is hooking up Players with free rets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes, all completely free. Use promo code SGP for a 50% bonus. That's mybookie.ag promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive is a new fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the app store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's ThriveFantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today we also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for average sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks, including picks from the SGPN crew. Check out all their free videos at betterthan.vegas. That's betterthan.vegas. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports bet. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com. That's SGP. That's aceperhead.com. That's SGP. good morning nba Dgens. welcome to nba gambling podcast i'm your host ryan rich fat baby and i am joined by the lost student of love give it up for zach swiss bank broner i didn't know what i was gonna say there i don't know why i said lost student of love it's okay man i appreciate it um you know it's it was a it
1: was a as we were talking before it was a rough night for our picks it was a slow morning for me trying to get my mic set up and stuff so um, it's we're, we're we're going into the holiday spirit you know nice and chill and just happy to have nba basketball back
0: yeah yeah we're trying to uh, we're trying to look on the bright side because certainly our picks were not the bright side uh, i felt real good after night 1 going 2 and 0 which uh, i shouldn't get cocky for you know 2 and 0 because got drubbed last night currently my picks sit at six and eight years sit at four and ten but people need to remember it's a long long season and it is hard to start handicapping right off the bat you don't know what to make of these teams especially after the shortened off season.
1: yeah and as I like to give a disclaimer to all my uh work I I with with my legal background is like for content purposes only you know we're just just trying to you know have some fun and um but yeah these these christmas day games look awesome i know you had a nice uh, romantic christmas-esque dinner last night um and tomorrow so tomorrow can be just for uh beer and uh watching these games so it's exciting wait i
0: had, i had a romantic oh yeah i did we my my wife and i did uh <laughs> we we do a thing where we go to Before Christmas, when we're when we're not with our family and we have a Christmas, we always go to Whole Foods a couple nights before, and all the stuff that we don't buy normally during the regular year because it's all too expensive, we go nuts and just like spend a crazy amount of money. So we spent like over three hundred (laughs) dollars for two nights of food uh, at Whole Foods because that's how I ball, and uh, that's that's what we did last night. Don't be shy now. Yeah, that's what. uh, So we did that and watched the Suns, which that was like the lone bright spot for me last night with the Suns.
1: Yeah, we we both had the Suns locked up. I had the Wizards game was fun. To, it was actually, it was funny. It was kind of, I kind of forgot what it's like to have all that action at once. And yeah. try, I was like trying to watch the Nick game early. We're trying to keep track of the other games and then getting the Nuggets right. game in, but... It was, it was definitely—it uh, it shows how much work it requires to really, you know, watch every game every day. Um, obviously, most people aren't going to do that, but, you know, there, there was a lot going on last
0: night with however many games there were. Yeah, and it, we're recording this on Thursday morning. It's currently 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so Zach and I haven't had time to do all the research and watch all the footage that we'd want to by now. I, I plan on watching a lot more—there are no live games today, so I plan on watching— uh, some of the games from last night, today, because I don't have a lot to do on Christmas Eve, so I'll, I'll get caught up there. Um, before I make final picks for Christmas Day NBA games, which will, you know, you can always check at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, NBA picks. Zach and I are going to preview the games for Christmas. We're going to uh, recap anything we need to from the first two nights of action um But yeah, definitely check our our final picks for Christmas Day on the website. Anything you want to throw out there as far as observations go, right off the top, Zach? Um, no, I mean I think there, were, there was obviously a lot taken
1: in last night, but you don't want to overreact to any one thing or the other. Um, I've, I've actually I, I thought Russ Westbrook looked really good and for the Wizards, that was kind of nice to see. Um. Haven't been the biggest Russ fan. Obviously, we'll talk about this with uh, with the Milwaukee Christmas Day game. But I don't know if you're watching that Buck Celtics game, but I thought that Drew Holiday step back three that he hit to take the lead um was very kind of felt like an important shot. Like that was an element they did not have uh last year. He went, took off the dribble, you know, they had nothing really going on. Giannis couldn't get it, get it going middleton swings back to holiday and he takes a very very skillful you know three dribble step back three in crunch time um in the half court offense so that that felt like a significant um basket type obviously Giannis missing that free throw was kind of embarrassing
0: Um, yeah i i I feel like the bucks and celtics are both who i thought they were i went over in their win totals for both teams i think there's still both teams are going to be in the top three in the east um Going forward, and uh, you know, a lot of people were saying that they thought that the Celtics might take a step back. Even uh, you know, Boston super fan Bill Simmons went under on their win total, but uh, he might have just been going for the reverse jinx. But uh, I, I thought that the Celtics and Bucks both looked good overall. Um, obviously, the Bucks came up short there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that was a good game. Another takeaway. I mean, I thought probably. The Spurs, I thought, looked really good. Uh, they 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 went back to that Demar Derozan at the four lineup. He was, you know, creating for others. I think he had nine assists last night. Very efficient scoring. Their young guys looked really good, and that was without Derek White. So nice win for San Antonio. And then also, you know, Utah, at a team that we we were both I think really high on coming into this year. I feel like we've been talking about them nonstop. Yep. They came out um, just a really dominant performance in Portland. Offense looking good. Defense looking really good until the fourth quarter where the Blazers scored 32 points to get to 100. They were about to hold that, you know, Dame offense under 100 points. Um, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I was really impressed by
0: Utah last night. Yeah, great great win for them. We both liked Utah to overachieve this coming season. And uh, we're looking at Portland to underachieve. I think we both picked the under for Portland. So um, I think we're right on track there. I mean, obviously, you don't want to overreact too much from game one uh both teams i mean portland working in some more new pieces than utah is that's why we talked a lot about continuity for some of these teams is going to be big with the shortened off season. so uh early on definitely looking like uh the continuity piece is is working for some of these teams yeah and i just
1: last thing before we get to the christmas game i thought nate nate duncan pointed this out last night on twitter but you look at this jazz uh Rotation, Derek Favors was plus five and 16 minutes off the bench. Um, and, we, you know, you know, Rudy Gobert is a plus minus king. He usually wins when he's on the floor. So that's kind of what the Jazz have been searching for is someone to play eight minutes a half and keep the boat afloat during that time. So, you know, Rudy Gobert was plus 15 in his 30 minutes. And then you have Derek Favors off the bench, um, you know, keeping that lead alive. And that's kind of what they've been looking for. So definitely a good early returns for the jazz on that on that favors edition which a lot of people questioned over the offseason
0: yeah I I I I read people that questioned it as well but I liked it you know I thought that you're right I think it's a huge piece for them and but overall I just think that the jazz looked better from one to eight anyway you know like Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell seem to be working it out like they started to work it out in the bubble and in the playoffs. And uh, as far as, you know, they started slow on the beginning of last season. And I think a lot of people were thinking they'd be the same team. They were at the beginning of last season, but they're clearly not. Yeah.
1: And, and look, they got up 53s last night. I mean, that's, they got over a three per minute. So definitely their
0: shot profile looks uh, very aggressive and sort of modern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so after two nights of action, you know we're a little all over the place as far as against the spread. But actually, the only the only game where the spread came into play uh, was the Wizards covering that seven and a half point spread. Yeah, thanks. That, that was a big one for Zach and I. Um, and they but ended up. Uh, losing by six points so it was still close but I, I did I thought that the Wizards looked good overall 76ers are a hard team to beat at home even with no fans I think uh, the 76ers are still going to have a good home advantage they did look I thought that the 76ers overall looked better uh, I do like the additions of the, the more of the shooters I think they have less talent than last season but overall it's a better fit for them
1: yeah, def, I, I agree. Uh, I thought Joel Embiid had a lot of space to work with in the post. He was getting he was getting where he wanted on the floor without those clunky doubles that Al Horford was bringing him last year. I uh, thought it was interesting that I believe Dan, Danny Green did not close this game in, in favor of Shake Milton was on the floor um, to end the game. That was an interesting lineup decision by Doc Rivers. Um,
0: that was, but as anybody who watched Danny Green last season. That's not that surprising. It's just more the Danny Green name.
1: Yeah, totally. I was just it's just interesting that they they the theory of this team was all this spacing around Simmons and Embiid, um, with yeah. Danny Green at least being the threat of that spot-up guy, but Shake Millen gives him a little bit more on-ball creation and look, I don't think Ben Simmons is ready to be this, you know, Luka Doncic, LeBron James type creator that other people want that people want him to be. I think they do still need another, you know, creatable guard. Um, on the floor. So Shake Milton might give them that. Seth Curry had a couple nice buckets. Um, But yeah, definitely a good win for the Sixers, especially when they were down uh, throughout most of that second half. Come away 1-0, feel a lot better by yourself.
0: Hey, every sports fan knows that it's not about how you start your season. It's about how you finish. And at MyBookie, they are finishing this year strong with tons of bets for NFL, college football, college basketball, and of course, NBA action. Sign up today to receive a halfway deposit up to $1,000. And while you're at it, ring in the holidays with six days of giveaways. Today is the 24th. So that means you still have three days of giveaways left. MyBookie is hooking us up with free bets, casino chips, and blackjack tournaments with huge cash prizes all week long, all completely free free to get it on the action it's simple sign up and make your first deposit and enter promo code SGP to claim your bonus and start taking advantage of the holiday freebies head over to my bookie to discover this year's batch of fun on-site promos and win big with six days of giveaway this holiday season bet with the best bet with my bookie so I went ahead and uh, looked at the first two nights of games, and right now, as far as over unders, the overs have gone eight, and the unders have gone six right now. I think a lot of people were hitting unders quickly, thinking that scoring would be uh, difficult uh, with the shortened offseason and then you know new- integrating a lot of new pieces. So seems like the books have accommodated for that with. Uh, eight of the overs hitting and six of the unders Um, home favorites. have only gone four for eight right now against the spread Uh, five for eight straight up Uh, home dogs, three for four right now. So, uh, you know, definitely be looking at those home dogs right now. Uh, And road favorites, one for four, only Atlanta has uh, hit the against Chicago. That, and I have neutral I have uh the Clippers and Pelicans both winning on a neutral floor since uh the Pelicans played in Tampa Bay against the Raptors. I don't consider that a home court advantage right now and obviously the Clippers played the Lakers on their same court and since there's no fans there's no real home court advantage there uh any other takeaways before you want to start getting into the games, we'll start talking about Christmas games and we can kind of interject any uh, thoughts we've had on the first two nights game as we're previewing the Christmas games.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I could kind of segue from from that into the first Christmas Day game because I think with this Pelicans Heat game, which is the first game on the board, we have Pelicans plus five in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to remember here, this there's really no travel advantage or anything for the Heat here because the Pelicans were in Tampa. And the Heat were in Orlando, and I'm assuming they're both kind of coming down to Miami. So it's not really a normal, uh, you know, Pelicans Heat game from that perspective. Uh, you know, no travel advantage here. Pelicans probably stayed in Florida. That that being said, um, I do think I, I like Miami here off a loss. Um, kind of a weird game for them last night. They, they went with this new lineup with Tyler Hero starting at point guard with jimmy butler being kind of the primary creator for them i didn't catch all of that magic game but 22 turnovers uh for the heat uh kind of an yep. alarm kind of an alarming stat uh after one of the stats were-
0: yeah, i wrote down was uh 22 turnovers that led to 24 magic points um and i agree i didn't think that that starting unit with harkless Hero and Robinson really worked for them. If you look at the box score, it looks a lot like a box score from even the finals with a lot of the points distributed evenly. You know, no no one player going off, but uh, I, I think that they might have to rethink that starting unit a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they want to basically get the Jay Crowder role out of Hart because I feel like those are kind of different players. I think Jay Crowder is a much better shooter much more willing to sort of let it fly and be a true floor spacer than Harkless is. Um, And and on the other side, definitely shout out to the Pelicans. I think I was definitely kind of low on them coming into this year, but very impressive win um, for them in Tampa last night. Um, Obviously shooting 46% from three helps. um, Yeah. But look, they they, 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 they looked looked good.
0: Yeah, they looked good. I mean, the Raptors looked like they were in charge of that game for three you know just over at least two and a half quarters when the pelicans really came back in that third quarter and 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 pulled ahead like um so i certainly don't think they're gonna have three point <laughs> shooting percentages like that every night but i uh, gotta hand it to them they did not give up against a uh you know of a veteran team that does have a lot of continuity and that, that went the other way
1: yeah definitely um and obviously with this game, I, I think the matchup kind of sets up a little bit nicely for Miami, and that they can just stick Bam on Zion. Um, maybe maybe you do start Myers Leonard here to kind of bang with with Steven Adams on that on that mm-hmm. on that on that first unit for New Orleans. Um, Jimmy Butler I think matches up nicely against Brandon you can Kind of get up under him uh, with that strength advantage. Um, but you know, I mean the, Pel- the Pelicans are laying what they where, you know, getting what they got in, in Tampa against Toronto um, probably would give a little bit more of, a, at least a tad more home court advantage to Miami here. Um, obviously, no type of rest advantage or anything, but I think I will be on Miami minus the five here.
0: Yeah, I'm also taking Miami. I As much as I got to hand it to the Pelicans, I did not pick them last night. I, really, I actually locked up the Raptors, and that was bad on me. Um, I just don't see them... You know, beating two playoff teams back-to-back on the road. Uh, and I, I agree. I think that Miami, coming off a loss, I definitely like Spolstra to right the ship, while I um, you know, definitely give credit to Stan Van Gundy uh, with his new team and being able to bring them back like that, a young team at that, um, and, and beat the Raptors. I think that I definitely like Miami here to take care of business. We'll see if Dragic gets put in the starting lineup you know, maybe, maybe hero goes to the bench. Uh, maybe they start, uh, Myers Leonard or, or, or Linick, uh, over Harkless. We'll see. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like with, with hero, with hero, definitely there's so much pressure for him to be, cause he wasn't that guy in the regular season last year. No. He obviously got ridiculously hot in the playoffs, but you know, a lot of pressure for him to be the nominal starting point guard for a title contender. Um, you know, he went six of 14 last night, obviously you, you know, four assists, four turnovers, not going to cut it from a starting guard. So, um, you know, I think Miami will bounce back, obviously. Um, I, I don't think they want Bam to be their leading field goal attempt taker. I think that's probably not what, not where, like, not the shot distribution they're probably looking for. So, um,
0: that's why know, I think I, they got to put Dragage at that starting unit and have him just shoot more in that starting unit. Because, yeah, he was a big, he was their leading scorer in the playoffs until he went down in the finals.
1: Yeah, and he obviously—I mean—that matches up with what you're saying. He—he he was plus seven in uh, in 26 minutes last night off the bench. So, um, and you're looking at starters that were—you know—you had Bam minus 12. So, um, you know, I—I I think this is probably a good spot for the Heat coming home. It's the early game on Christmas. Uh, get a nice win and then go home to their families. So, um, I'm looking at Heat minus five here.
0: Yeah, uh, but also credit to uh, JJ Reddick, looked real good. Uh yeah. scoring 23 points. <laughs> um and 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 Bledsoe looked good in his you know first start regular season for New Orleans so you know I don't want to overreact I'm a little nervous about uh picking the Pelicans to go under they looked a little bit better than I expected but uh obviously that's just game one a lot of young pieces and a long season still to go Um, Moving on, we have the Golden State Warriors who looked horrible against the Brooklyn Nets uh, going to Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks, a heartbreaking loss with uh, Giannis missing that last second free throw to send it into overtime. Bucks are favored by nine and a half. Um, I mean, I don't even know what to say about this Warriors team. The Nets didn't even really have to play their starters that much in the second half because it was such a one-sided game.
1: Yeah, I would say my biggest take my biggest takeaway slash overreaction from the first couple nights of games how bad this Warriors team looked. Yeah, um, I mean they maybe Draymond Green comes back and shores things up, but they just are not very good outside of Steph Curry. I mean, Ubre, I think this team sounds a lot better on paper when everyone's playing their best. Then, they, then we saw them on Tuesday night where, you know, these guys kind of were the not-that-great-but-kind-of-what-you-expect versions of themselves. You know, Wiggins was obviously terrible. Nothing nothing really great from the center position, although Wiseman did look pretty good, I thought. Um, nothing looked off the bench. Good for,
0: yeah, I mean, Wiseman looked real good for a, a rookie center. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I think mean, he's going to be 40s. good, but I, I don't think you can count on him for any kind of wins yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. So I mean, so just to get to get down to the point here, I mean, I I really like the Bucks here. I think this is kind of going to be blowout city here. Um, yeah, the, the Warriors just have will have no answer for Giannis, um, and you know with with the Warriors having this double travel spot going to Milwaukee on Christmas Day, Draymond is still out for this game. Uh, you know, so that's obviously what's what gives you this huge number. Um, but I think the Bucks are the right side here. Bucks coming home, um, just no matchup for Giannis. I mean.
0: Bucks coming home off of a loss. They don't win. uh, They don't lose a lot of back to back games, or uh, even against the spread.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. And you have you know you have Drew Holiday, nice matchup for Steph, so you can kind of bother him again. I thought the Nets did a really nice job with that, but you have an even better defender here in Milwaukee um, with you know this this Bucks defense. um, I think they will make life very very difficult for the Warriors supporting cast. So I think this is kind of. Either Steph goes off or the Warriors get blown out here. So I, I like this matchup a lot personnel-wise. Um, the Warriors will have no answer for this Bucks uh this Bucks offense. I mean, if you have James Wiseman in the game with Giannis attacking the rim, I mean, welcome to the NBA. Um, so yeah. so I, I like the
0: Bucs here. And now for another quick break, and we'll be right back. Come wrap up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily sports app for Player props with Thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact in the game. Right now, I am looking at a uh, a great contest for the Christmas Day games. I'm looking at the player props of I like. I'm gonna go under 24 and a half points for Zion. Brandon Ingram, seven and a half total rebounds. I like that to go over. Goran Dragic, I like him to play a lot more minutes in this game, Uh, so I'm gonna have him go over his assist total of four and a half. Uh, I like the Jimmy Butler under on one and a half blocks. And uh, Stephen Curry, I like him to go under 32 and a half points and rebounds. And I like Giannis. Uh, to go over 34 and a half points and assists. I think Giannis is a huge game against the Warriors. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you gotta go over to thrivefantasy.com and check it out. All player props, each prop is assigned a fantasy value both the over and the under based on how likely it is you you pick 10 out of 20 available player props hit the most props and rack up the most points use promo code SGP when you sign up today and you will receive an instant deposit match up to $50 with your first deposit download the Thrive Fantasy on App Store or Google Play Store now or by visiting the website at thrivefantasy.com despite the Bucks losing in their first game I thought that they looked like the Bucks uh, about what we expected so I'm not too worried about the Bucks right now um where you're right. I am worried about the Warriors. It's a good way to put it that this team looks better on paper than they do in real life, where you have Ubre and Wiggins and if you watch highlights throughout the season but you don't actually watch, you know, Wiggins and Ubre play from night to night, you'll see them they're not you know, they're these microwave scorers who can go off and have, you know, twenty points in a quarter. They're like that level of score when they're hot but they don't get hot that often so you will you know they're they're going to surprise us a few games and 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 win some games they probably shouldn't because one of those guys is going to get really hot to go along with Steph but it's not going to happen regularly night to night
1: yeah totally and I also just think like with the with the Warriors they had the same thing happen last year where their kind of their intensity to approach the season is now delayed again because Draymond's out. Yeah. Like I feel like they're basically in this mode of like, all right, let's just get to next week when we have Draymond back and their schedule lightens up. But starting off with Nets Bucks without your defensive leader, um, obviously very, uh, very difficult. So I think this is a a, a big Bucks spot. Um, maybe maybe Bucks first quarter, Bucks
0: first half as well, just to kind of get yeah. all over this play. Yeah, I might lock this up too. That might be a best bet for me. I, I do really like the Bucks here. Yep. Um. Yeah. Real tough opening schedule for the Warriors. The worst team in the NBA last season. Normally, the, the worst team in the NBA wouldn't get such a hard uh, couple matchups to begin the season, but it's because Steph Curry. That's why they're in this spot. Um. Okay. So we both leaning hard on the Bucks here, even putting uh you know giving up nine and a half points. Next game. Uh, speaking of the Warriors having lost to the Nets, we have the Nets minus two against the Celtics uh, in Boston. Um, yeah, we just kind of talked about both of these teams uh, in that their opponents are playing each other. Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought that Boston looked a little better last night than I expected. Uh, Tatum and Brown are, you know, Going right back into form with Brown putting up 33 points and Tatum putting up 30. I did think it was really interesting that they started Thompson and Tice together. I mean, they essentially started two bigs um, with Marcus Smart taking over a point. And, I, you know, I wasn't sure if uh, they'd be playing Teague and Smart together in the uh, opening, but uh, Teague came off the bench for them and ended up having 19 points. So, Looked pretty good as well. Marcus Smart not looking great in that starter role, except for on uh, defense. So where are you right now with these two teams?
1: Yeah, and obviously, I thought Teague looked good. He could end up closing the game. So Brad Mm -hmm. Stevens, clearly high level of trust in in Jeff Teague already. Um, This is an interesting game. I mean, this actually opened at Pickham, and uh, the Nets are on the move. They're at 2.5 now. Obviously, I'm seeing minus 115, so maybe the even gets up to minus 3. Um, this I mean this is kind of a classic uh I feel like classic NBA game. Like my gut says Brooklyn on the road, but the number kind of says you gotta take Boston. Um I would obviously I, I love this Brooklyn team. I thought they looked incredible. Um I mean just just credit to Kyrie. I mean, I, I, I know we discussed this already, but Kyrie and KD look like they're in really, really, really good shape. Um and they were just cooking anybody no one could had a chance at, at stopping Kyrie, especially. Oh um, yeah.
0: I mean, had they both needed to, they both could have put up 35 points if, if yeah. you know, they they barely played in... Did either of them even play in the fourth quarter?
1: I don't think so. And and what's even more impressive is they, they were getting after the defensive end and they were sharing the ball on offense. So the ball was really moving for the Brooklyn offense. Yep. So definitely credit to uh, Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni there. Um, You know, I, I might have to end up taking Brooklyn here. I mean, I feel like we just saw this game in the preseason. Um, but... I think this Brooklyn offense is really, really good. Um, Celtics, you know, up and down first game.
0: Um, but against the I don't know, this you is, know, tough. This bet, is tough. against last season's best regular season team. Yeah. So, yeah. And they lost Gordon Hayward, who, you know, a lot of people are pointing out that that's a major loss to them. So the fact that they were able to beat the Bucks even at home uh, shows a lot, you know, shows a lot of grit in that Boston team to me.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I, I like I do like the spot for the Nets. You know, extra night of rest, short bus ride from Brooklyn up to Boston, so no real like travel
0: issues. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, public money coming in very heavy on the Nets early on. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I while I do like the Nets here better, just because I do think that they showed more. But they they played a really bad, uh, a really bad team in their first game, and the Celtics showed a lot. Um, I, I, and oddly enough, you know, usually Boston is a public team because it's Boston Celtics, you know. But now the the Nets are a more public team because of their two superstars that they have, uh, and Kyrie going, Kyrie going back to Boston. Uh, you imagine he's going to want to put up a, a huge game here.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, on, on on reevaluation, I probably, I think, you know, Boston probably the right side here. Just, uh, I I do agree with you. I I want to overreact to that Brooklyn first game. Um, And my gut says to take them. But, um, you know, this is a kind of a classic uh, fade what you saw last. You know, people obviously think this Brooklyn team is really, really good. And, uh, you know, how many people are watching that Boston game last night? So obviously to get the three-point line move overnight. um, And like you said, public money coming in on on Brooklyn here. So maybe this is a good time to uh, fade the narrative and uh, go with Boston at home.
0: And as I mentioned earlier, uh, home dogs have gone three for four against the spread uh straight up and against the spread so i kind of like boston here um this might be uh stay away i might not actually bet this game right now but uh i am leaning boston here right now and one final quick break and we'll be right back Hey, Better Than Vegas is a new, completely free website sharing thousands of handicapping videos. Again, all free, it's just like YouTube, but for what hashtag DGENs only care about, sports betting. The best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew that we're exclusively posting at betterthan.vegas. They cover all the sports as well. NFL, college football, college basketball. We got horse racing videos on there. We're going to have UFC videos on there. You can get all the picks for all the sports that you need. So make sure to follow us at sportsgamingpodcast.com slash btv so you don't miss any of our videos. So head over to betterthan.vegas. That's betterthan.vegas. And i got to mention our friends over at Ace Per Head. Have you ever thought about starting a sportsbook but don't know how? Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. they will provide you with an all-inclusive betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace is offering live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace will give you six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free. It must be Christmas. Just go to aceperhead.com. That's aceperhead.com. That's S.G.P. Okay moving on we'll keep this going we have the Dallas Mavericks at the Los Angeles Lakers Lakers minus six uh both of these team lost their first game Luca looked real shaky uh as far as his shot I you know I thought he improved as he against the Suns as the game went on but uh his shooting did not look good especially his three-point shooting and if if Luka's not putting up a lot of points for you, they don't have a lot of other options. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I will admit I fell asleep, so i got to check in more in this game. But I'm seeing he did have 32 points here, obviously over six from three.
0: Um, he did, but, uh, I mean, his shooting percent. I don't have it up right now, but yeah, he, yeah. he missed a lot of shots.
1: 11, 11 of 26, obviously non-efficient. And yeah. I, from what I was watching, Mikhail Bridges' length was really bothering him. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I actually do really like the Mavericks in this spot here um as a six-point dog in LA um I mean I I thought the Lakers kind of you know it was obviously a slow start for them very very excusable performance uh, in the situation but they don't really have that ace wing defender on this team I thought Wes Matthews looked really small um against Kawhi and PG um LeBron obviously not going to take on those types of tasks in the regular season so I think the Mavericks offense is going to have a field day here um Especially with that kind of second game of the season type energy. You saw, you know, the Clippers put up 116 um, with not even an amazing shooting performance. And I felt like PG and Kawhi could get whatever they wanted um, against that Lakers defense. So I think the Mavs yeah. keep this close, send it to the wire.
0: I think it's close. I will say that I, I did see this uh, Luka, LeBron career head to head. Luka is 1 and 5 against LeBron in his career. I think this is a really hard opening spot for the Mavericks to go on the road twice, uh, once to Phoenix and once to Los Angeles. Uh, you have the Lakers having an extra night of rest. I think that the Lakers were real distracted by the ring ceremony. I saw I had posted this on our Slack channel, but uh, you know, usually championships coming uh, back to their first game against the spread uh, lose a lot of those games. So I think it is forgivable based on that. Uh, the Clippers as I predicted, came in really locked in despite the poor shooting performance from Kawhi. I would say that I kind of like the Lakers here. I just, I don't like LeBron to lose two in a row, even despite giving up six points.
1: Yeah, I would probably pick, I would probably expect the Lakers to win this game. I just think, uh, you know, Luka, Christmas Day, his MVP season, MVP favorite coming in. I don't know. I feel like the stars are aligning for a for a Christmas Day uh, show in the Staples Center. So I expect this one to come down to the final call possessions. Um, And yeah, I mean, look, I kind of like this Mavericks team um, in terms of like an experience factor. It doesn't really feel like they're like a young, inexperienced team, even though that's kind of what they are. They're expected to make that leap. Uh, They have like a weird uh, professionalism about them, I feel like. Um, You know, never too high, never too low. So... um, I think this game is going to end up really,
0: really close. Okay, I mean, I uh, I could see. I think the Mavericks were right the ship. Uh, they're still, you know, moving in new pieces like Josh Richardson and stuff. Still, without going to be out Christops. I think there'll be a different team uh, mid-season. I still think that they looked a little shaky, and I'm going to lean Lakers. Um, all right, Our final game of Christmas night. We have the Clippers at the Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets lost a heartbreaker to Sacramento last night. Uh, Nuggets back to back at home though. That's nice. At least Uh, Clippers obviously coming off of a win beating the Lakers. Um, I mean, you're the, you're the Nuggets whisperer here. The, the Jokic, uh, lover. What, what happened to your Nuggets last night? You actually picked against them. You picked the Sacramento to upset them.
1: Yeah. I had Sacramento in that game. Kind of a classic, uh, Denver, um, game you know they were playing really well took their foot off the took their foot off the gas gave up the lead and then clawed back late uh the refereeing was absolutely horrific in this game I don't know if you saw the end of it um I didn't there was a a clear slap on the wrist of Jokic like a a clear foul but they didn't call the foul so when they went to reviewed it it was actually off him um because the contact was on the wrist um so that lost them possession up to You know, Will Barton get it was kind of a a weird game. Obviously, no panic in Denver. Um, I feel like this is very similar to that Brooklyn Boston game here. I don't know if you agree. Um, Kind of with that opening night team that looked really good um, Mm -hmm. is now a favorite going on the road against a team that we thought was in a similar tier in their conference going into the season, who had a little bit more of a shaky opening night.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think. uh, Well, I I I have the Nuggets favored right now by one. you see the Clippers favorite
1: the book I'm looking at is Clippers minus one. Oh, but, really so definitely shop around for
0: this if you like either side oh yeah you know what uh, maybe I wrote this down wrong but yeah I, I agree I think that um, I think that the it was more that while I think that the Clippers played well overall and overcame a, a poor you know and put it this way an inefficient shooting performance for Kawhi because he still put up a lot of points but he missed a lot of shots and I thought uh, PG thirteen looked really good overall. Um, probably, you know, where they really wanted to come in and uh, shut up the haters after you know, really poor performance uh, ending the season last year. But uh, I don't see the nug- Nuggets clearly with one of the. Uh, only, we've mentioned this many times. One of the only home advantages this season with the altitude when the. Uh, Crowd is not there. I don't like them losing two in a row, so I would tend to uh, lean heavy on the Nuggets right here.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna lean on the Nuggets as well here. I almost uh, definitely a like. Um, I thought it was interesting in that in that Clippers Lakers game. The Clippers started off so hot, up twenty in the first quarter, and then as they were slowly blowing that lead into the second mm-hmm. and third quarter, it kind of felt like okay, like these Clippers are still like a mental headcase. It was it had that weird bad taste of what they you know failed to do in the playoffs last year so i expect a similar vibe to i think it's going to be a really competitive game really excited for this as, as the nightcap to christmas day uh but yeah i mean i think uh the nuggets are gonna respond uh, this is kind of what they do as a team they ebb back and forth wi- with wild swings uh, they lose games they're not supposed to lose but they also win games that they're not supposed to win so um i do i, I like the nuggets at home here um Although I think it'll be interesting to see how Serge Ibaka holds up against Jokic because that was kind of a oh yeah that, that was kind of you know I guess part of the reason why they made that acquisition so definitely looking at that matchup uh, how Zubac and Ibaka do compared to Zubac and Harrell and Jamaica Green
0: uh, last year um, yeah and, I thought you know, that the, the bigs the Clippers bigs looked good against the Lakers yeah the Clippers I mean, bigs they, they gave Gasol good. fits and he quickly got five fouls but. Um, that might be because Gus Hall is just on a new team, though, too.
1: Yeah, and also, you know, probably going to be a big test here for uh, for um, Will Barton coming back. You know, he'll probably get some Kawhi and PG assignments. Obviously, Gary Harris looked absolutely great last night defensively, uh, getting his hands on loose balls and doing what he does. So he'll take one of the he'll take one of the stars and.
0: Seem like Barden. your boy Jamal Murray had a tough game last night. What was up with that? Yeah,
1: he had a tough game. Um, couldn't hit a shot but he was he was getting good he was getting some decent looks uh really struggling to put the ball in the basket but you know i think it's funny they're for teams that it's very hard not to overreact to one game either way i i, I feel like uh so that i think uh you're gonna see a lot of responses on christmas day obviously like the bucks to come out and thrash the warriors kind of respond get that bad taste out of their mouth um and uh similarly i feel like people are really high on these nets and clippers teams coming off opening night uh Big victories.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So uh, it's going to be a big test for both of them. Uh, We're both leaning nuggets here, but definitely check our updated picks at uh, sportsgamingpodcast.com slash NBA picks uh, or NBA dash picks. I think if you put it in the URL, but you can also just go to the homepage, click on NBA and click picks. You'll find us there. Uh, so some final things before we get out of here, I had put out the word on our uh, NBA Slack channel, which, uh, if you want to join, check out, uh, sg.pn slash Slack sign up. Uh, we've got a lot of great guys in the NBA Slack channel right now. A lot of chatter going on there early on in the season. Uh, got some picks from some guys there. Shane Collins, he likes, uh, clips over nuggets. Uh, so he might be overreacting there. And uh, he also said he's going to ride with the Nets. So two things that we said might not want to do is overreact to those first two games. Munaf, he likes the Bucks uh, to step up. Just uh, agreed. He, he's agreeing with us that the uh, the Draymond still losing Draymond, the uh, Warriors just don't have enough to overcome. Uh, Will Mormon, you can follow. Oh, you can follow Moonoff on Twitter too at, at @SportsNerd824. Follow Will Mormon at BballBetting101. He likes the Pelicans plus five, uh, Bucks minus nine and a half, Celtics plus two and a half, Lakers minus six, and Clippers minus one. And I do want to give a shout out to Ty Barris, uh, a new guy. I think I haven't noticed his name in the NBA Slack before. Definitely noticed he was doing a lot of chatter last night, and I think most guys last night were losing money, but uh, two of the bets that he had put out there, he was one of the few people I saw to like the uh, Cleveland to beat Charlotte, uh, and said that he just thought that Cleveland was really going to out-rebound Charlotte, and he was right, although uh, I do think that the Tyler Zeller breaking his hand was a big part of that. Um, but credit to Ty for picking Cleveland. And he also really liked the uh, 76ers-Indiana money line parlay, uh, which I was scared off of Indiana, but uh, they ended up looking pretty good. Uh, so maybe I was wrong on my take of Indiana early on in the season.
1: Uh, no, just spe- I mean, speaking of those two games that you brought up, Darius Garland, very, very impressive uh, debut. That's a guy that people were, you know, Really slandering last year as a you know t- calling him the worst player in the NBA stuff like that. He looked really really good and efficient last night. You know, very analytically friendly shot profile. Twenty two six and six. Uh, so, nice yeah. game from him. And Colin and,
0: Sexton, uh, their, their backcourt looked good all the way around. What the? I think Colin Sexton had a really nice game too. They had a, a, a close to fifty points combined. The two of them. Yeah,
1: Colin was also in, in the twenties. And then also shout out to uh, Domitas Sabonis, uh in that on that Pacers front line. Ooh, he looks yeah, really. He lit-
0: he looks sick.
1: Yeah, really really good shape. A lot of guys got really skinny and flexible. Uh, I thought this this offseason he looks a little a lot more limber, you know, 32 and 13. Um so impressive debut for him. Also want to give a shout out to I thought RJ Barrett, uh another guy who was a much maligned rookie alongside Garland. Uh he came out played really really well last night, 26, 8 and 5 on 11 of 15 shootings, So very efficient, very uh, dominant. So that's a yeah. good good early returns for a couple rookies who were had bad bad first years. A couple sophomores who had bad rookie years.
0: Yeah, the, and the Knicks looked really hot in that game at points. But Frisky, yeah, uh, yeah, they they did. And I, I think that obviously it's a much more talented uh, Pacers team. I was a little worried about them losing their coach, uh, having a new coach with uh, Bjorkson this year, losing McMillan, but. Uh, Yeah, they put me wrong, and I I, and uh, Oladipo. What do you think? He looked like maybe he's back to uh, all NBA level, Oladipo.
1: Yeah, he looked good, and you know he definitely hitting those couple threes. His jumper looked pretty good. Uh, You know, I thought the 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 Knicks defense kind of kind of collapsed at points in this game, and the Pacers were kind of getting anything they wanted. Um, But yeah, I thought you know the Pacers kind of looked they looked pretty good. Brogdon, I thought looked really good. He had. 21, seven and eight. So, um, their roster is, is still very good on paper. I think it's just about them putting it all together. So congrats to, uh, Nate Bjorgren for getting his first win as NBA head coach.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, that is us it for us this week. Uh, you can follow Zach at NBA Zach B follow me at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. Bubba buba
1: basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball, because I'm gonna go get Baba Bubba basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme.